Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Steve. Thank you. Good. How are you, your end? I'm good. I've got my dad mug. Can you see that? Oh, lovely. Oh, that's I've got right. a cup of tea, so I'm, I'm doing all right. I've got, it still doesn't sink in. Every now and again, I have to go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm dad, yeah. <laughs> As Mim's got a mum's one. She, she has. Great. She has, indeed, indeed. Us parents over here feel very grown up. <laughs> uh, um, I didn't get around to sending a link out this week. I was going to, I was going to, every time, I feel like I'm going to do this every week. I'm going to say to people, come and listen to us live and then randomly text you spontaneously out of the blue. Quick, are you ready to record a podcast now? And you go, yeah, okay, great. And we're going to record one and I'm going to forget completely to share that link with everyone. Um, perhaps when things are a little more settled, we can actually plan a time to record, mm. um, and not just yeah. wait for our baby to nap before I quickly jump on and do a podcast. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. So talk to us, Dad. What have you been up to? You mentioned the Australian Shepherd last week. Yes, and that's all finished and in the can, as you know. I've sent you the picture across, and uh, that went quite well. I had moments, but I was using the UART paper. Did I tell you that last week? No, you didn't. In UART paper, um, I've done a few now on that paper, and I, I, I wasn't really impressed when I started, but having finished this one now, I've now started another one. On the UART paper. Oh, really? What what colour? The the sand colour? Yes, it's a it's a very light sand. It's 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 very unusual. It's a, it's like it is literally a very light sand. That's the best I can give you. The sand, um, the sand um, uh, pastel mat is a bit darker. And actually, it's quite a lot darker than this one. So it fits quite nicely. You know, I've been working on the light um, grey pastel mat, and I've done a few pictures on that, and I like that too. But this one has got that sort of fawny colour, so it does suit some pictures. It certainly suited that one, and that's why I picked it for the Australian Shepherd. But this cat that I'm doing now is, again... You wouldn't think it, but it does actually work very well with it. And uh, so I think it's going to enhance the picture too. I'll find out when I finish. I'm only, well, I've only really started it uh, yesterday, so I haven't done very much so far. But uh, I'm impressed so far with it. So you've done, so you did the Australian Shepherd on the sand, the light sand you art last week, and you're doing another picture this time on you art as well. Yeah. Yep, same same one. Um, it, it's um, it, it reacts differently, you know. If if you compare on grey paper and then you use um, the pastel mat, you know you've got that gritty surface. It takes a bit of getting used to. Well, you are is going to take even more getting used to, you know. It, 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 but I think I'm sure. Well, I know because I've done now a few. Once you do get the hang of it. It doesn't, um, what it does, it doesn't allow you many mistakes. So if you put, if you 
you do something wrong, you're going to find it difficult to get it out. So you've got to be careful. Um, it does rub out, but uh, you wouldn't be able to rub out dark colours very easily. Hmm. Uh, you know, but it's like everything else. Um, if you prepare to work at something, and I am with this, it comes off. And I'm so sure talk to us about talk to us about this Australian Shepherd then uh, how did you find it was it is it a tricky subject are people going to be able to to do this one very easily yes well first of all it's the, the poise remember the pose and poise we had last week well it's the same again it, it it's looking up and it's slightly to the side you know it's cocks its head slightly which makes every the eyes the ears the nose slightly out you've got to kind of think about it and uh, if you do it wrong, it's going to look really silly. But uh, it did come off, and the ear is fantastic. That really does look good. And, and when I, um, I spoke to you last week, I hadn't actually done the ear. I'd started the picture, but I hadn't done the ear. And uh, so I went when I went back to do the ear, I struggled a little bit, but coped okay. When I watched it back... I was very surprised how good it recorded. You know, it, it, it's very hard. When you're actually doing it, you don't appreciate it until you see it back. And when you see it back, you think, gosh, that did come out very well. So I think people are going to enjoy that, watching wow. that. Uh, that was the only thing. And then the background, I did a very light background, uh, which, again, it shouldn't work, but it did. Normally, I do a, either a contrast background, don't I? You know, if you've got mm. a light animal, I do a dark background the other way if you've got a dark animal. But this one, I couldn't do a dark background because had I done, it, it would have spoiled the picture. So you've got to be careful something like that. It must be such a, a fine balance because you've done white animals, like last week even, the white animal against a dark green background. But this one... For some reason, you know, the the lighter background, I don't know, just really makes this subject pop, you know, out, even though it's a light background, not a dark background. It's, it's very difficult to um, put into words why I decide this. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm looking at the photographic reference anyway. The cat last week, uh, the re the background wasn't dark at all. So I had to make that a dark background to make it work. Um, but the um, Australian Shepherd had a slightly darker background than the one I've actually put on it. Um, so it, it's quite critical. And I think a lot of people, once they start uh, doing pastel work or any artwork, uh, that, they're the things that would stymie them to start with because you, you've got to make decisions and... And especially with the background, the background comes after, usually, it comes after you finish the picture. So this is why you, I'm sure beginners and uh, even more experienced artists have a little bit of a wobble before they put something on. Um, because if you do make a mistake, then you completely ruined it, especially mm. if it's a dark background because you can't get it off. You can, but it doesn't work very well if you try to lighten it. So it's an interesting, very interesting point, I think. And uh, I think that um, it's something that uh, 
when you're doing your own work, when you're doing the work for me, I mean, or for us, when they're following us, it's all done for them. I mean, it's not a problem. It's when they do their own pictures, that's when the problems start. And uh, that's why a lot of people, when they're starting up, copy the background that they see, you know, uh, because that's a known fact. But that doesn't always work because, as you know, backgrounds uh, are meant to enhance the animal and the subject. Whereas if you put something in the background, it's a distraction. Sometimes it works, it depends. But uh, as I say, I think it's it very interesting. I, f- I find that fascinating still. But it does give me wobbles when I first um, look at a picture, say, well, what am I going to do? I don't usually decide on the background until I finish the picture. Difficult to do that in advance. Hmm. Well, it, it pays off with this one. It really does. Um, it's a beautiful, very um, soft image to look at. You get that impression of that soft fur. Kind of reminded me of the Siamese kitten that you did with mm. that really flowy fur. And it's just the really light colours, really warm colours. It's very sure. nice. Um, so you, you mentioned that you're using you up for a new picture. And I asked, you were going to show me on screen and show everyone on screen the photograph is it the photograph that you're you're working with and it's going to be a surprise to me i haven't seen this either so try and I've got, I've, got, I've got a picture yes do you, shall i try it on the screen shall i put it on the screen and see what happens if you're listening to this everyone you might have to jump over to our video format and see oh my goodness <laughs> so cute it is a gorgeous little white kitten yeah it looks much nice. it doesn't look that good on the screen but it does in real life, I tell you. Beautiful eyes. And do you know what it's called? I haven't heard of this cat before, and I'm sure other people have done. It's called a Bermilla. B-U-R-M-I-L-L-A. It's a Bermilla. I take no, it. No, not heard of that brand, uh, that, brand that name yeah. of breed of uh, cat Bermilla. before. Isn't it? Isn't it lovely? I, I just, Very pretty. It, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I, I spotted the, the picture first of all. I saw the cat, and I thought, "Gosh, that's nice!" And it's it's turning its head. It's actually back towards you. You see the tail on the back of the animal, and he's sort of peering around his, which is very, very endearing. But again, here again, um, I'll just show you a little bit of it's the background here. Just have a look at it again. And these are one, this is what I'm faced with, you see. Look at the background wow. there. I've got a, a greyish background with a, a horrible rug that is sitting on, he or she is sitting on. So that's all got to be changed. You can't, you can't, I can't repeat that. So this is the sort of thing, I'm, and I don't know what to do yet. So it's going to be interesting. But, you know, I said last week to you that when you have animals' feet in, or animals' whole bodies in, you've got to put something that's relevant. You can't just do it in a cloud. Well, that's what I've got to do with that. But uh, it's going to look good when I finish it. But you've got to be careful. If I put that horrible rug in, it would look awful. Everyone will have to tune in next week to see how you get on and what you make of it. By then I will have done it and and have it in the can. Lovely. uh, 
But, but the, these are things I love to do, Steve, as you know. It's, it's the challenge, the challenge of being able to find something within ourselves that um, can pull it off. You're certainly putting uh, putting yourself out there. You're definitely um, challenging yourself with these um, these tricky obstacles to get over the rugs and the the backgrounds, yeah, etc. I, I, so. I look for them. I look for the the challenge because I think if I'm challenging myself, we're also challenging our uh, members, and they want uh, those challenges as well. So mm, absolutely, well, people will be able to see how you overcome these i mean we're sure we'll talk about it next week but um every picture that you're talking about uh if for those that don't know are appearing as classes on our website so you'll be able to follow along and watch and see how dad completes mm -hmm. these pictures the, the thing about this particular one too i'm using quite a lot of karen dash pencils now the reason i'm doing that is um karen dash have got uh a range of pencils which are soft. They're, they're so, not necessarily soft in um, the material, although it, it is a bit. It's it looks soft. The colours are soft, and uh, it absolutely fitted this cat beautifully. The selection of colours. In fact, funnily enough, the uh, I put some of the pencils that I use for the Australian Shepherd. Um, which were new to me. I say they're, they're new, they were. I hadn't uh, used them before. I know when I sharpen them and think, oh, I, I haven't used this one. And uh, and I've used them on this cat as well. So, so you got, that's interesting. Lovely, lovely. Um, yeah, I agree with you. There's a lot of beautiful tones in the Karen Dash range. Um, very satisfying to look at. There's a lot of unique tones that are in there. Um, and and such a, a wide range. I'm not surprised there's colours that you're still coming across that have been unused <laughs> with 84 yes. to choose from. Yeah. And there's more. There's more I haven't used yet, but uh, I probably will. Well, I hope if I live long enough and, and do enough pictures, I probably will use them all. But they, they once you start using them, they are you find them there unique. You can't find anything in the other ranges. I mean, you can compromise and i do say this if you haven't i mean there's one particular pencil i used in this cat new cat and i use it just literally um for a few seconds now people have got to buy that pencil if they want to do it just for that few seconds of um, of uh, work and i said well don't do that you could use one of the other greens that we've got because it's like it's like a green well, I'm not going to spoil it and tell you exactly how I did that because it's quite unique. And I, I, even now when I, I marvel that I actually worked out how to find a particular tone that's in the eye. Very, very hard. And we didn't have a pencil, you see, that actually would do it. A colour, even though I've got, what, I have 350 pencils altogether. Um. I didn't have one pencil that actually would put that in, so I had to make the colour up. Wow, so you're definitely teaser. teasing him. Yeah, you are, you are, you're teasing him. Fantastic. Oh, very exciting. Um, so to move on, 
we had a question that have, has come in and I thought we could talk about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was from Martin, I believe. And he asked um, your advice on getting soft edges within clouds. So we're moving away from animals now over to landscapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have beautiful, lovely, fluffy clouds that you, you produce in your landscape paintings. And mm-hmm. um, he's wondering how you get that those soft edges to your clouds. I wonder if you could give some advice on that. It's colour shaper. It's all as simple as, simple as that. It's a colour shaper. What you do is if, if you say you've got a white cloud against a blue sky, I mean, this is typical uh, clouds. Um, and you start off by putting the white in, and then you put the blue into the white. So you, that's usually the way I do it. You don't put the white separately. So you cut in, and at, when you do that, you get a sharp edge, don't you? And what you do then is use your colour shaper and the white pastel pencil, usually the two things together, to actually fluff the edges up. And that's how I do it. I mean, you've only got to see them, uh, see me do it. It's better to see me do it rather than me explain it to you. But that's how I do that. And if you're working on um, darker colours, you, you do the same thing, exactly the same. It's the colour shaper that keys the key to it all. You've got to smooth those edges with that. If you haven't got a colour shaper, well, you you can't do it very easily you can't do it with your finger that's you can to a certain extent but you haven't got the detail then color shapers are far easier and i use the usually use the ivory for that steve the ivory color shaper for that particular purpose and if you've got a dark clouds and, and against a lighter sky then it's the same only you reverse it where you're using the dark colour and you you fluff that up with your uh, colour shaper. There's some very interesting ones coming up. Um, the picture of rye that I did, that's got a lovely sky and people went to see that. That is, uh, there's so much instruction in that and all the, all the things that Martin's uh, talking about will be seen in that picture. I don't know when that's coming up, probably in 2025, I don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely it will definitely be coming up soon we've got a long list of projects we've got all the cards here so we're, we're working on it um which color shaper would you which ivory one would you recommend that is best for clouds is it is well, the one? generally speaking i would always try to use the uh, the number two ivory chisel that's what i would use because you get a flatter surface and you can work it better. If you work the pointed colour shaper, you kind of have to work very hard to get that um, to look natural. So, I mean, it can work that way, but I I prefer it with the number two. Usually it's number two uh, ivory and... uh, if you've got um, the grey colour shaper, that, that will still work. But you don't get the softness that way. So. Okay, okay, good. Excellent advice. Well, I hope that helps uh, Martin and anyone else that is wondering how to do that. As always, if you have a question for the podcast that you want to submit to us, just email it over, get in touch with us, uh, comment on this video, 
um, or if you're listening to uh, the podcast, then head over to our website or Facebook page. Just get in touch with us through many ways you can and um, send your questions over and we'll we'll talk about it. Excellent. Okay, cracking. Well, look forward to seeing the cat next week, Dad, Um, how it turns out. We'll talk about it more then. Uh, If we get to plan this episode a bit more in advance, I can give everyone a little bit more warning about tuning into it live. Um, But you can always watch the recording. Um, But hopefully these are getting more regular now. We're able to do it, which is good, which is very nice. It's um, Mm. it's nice to be back. And everyone's, I think, so shocked that we're we're back to a regular schedule. <laughs> it's sort of almost overwhelmed by all of this new content and new episodes that we're producing for people. But um, no, it's it's good to be back. Uh, it's absolutely, I love it. Good. Okay, we will leave it there for this week. Thanks everyone for listening and watching. I'm Stephen Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your Enjoy week. Enjoy your week. <laughs> you did it that time.